0: Welcome to The Everyday Heroine. This podcast is meant to inspire women's leadership to help encourage women to discover the truth about what they are capable of. Hey, it's Maria with the introductory episode of The Everyday Heroine. In this episode, I will introduce our first featured everyday heroine. I will weave in the opportunity to tell my own story, so that you get a chance to know a little about me and my new mission. And by the end of the episode, I will present the seven defining characteristics that answer the one question everyone may be asking, and that is, what is an everyday heroine? Oh, and by the way, I will squeeze in some talk about my superhero fetish and the inspiration for this podcast, which I can tell you right now, The real inspiration is you, our listeners, the real everyday heroines of our modern times. So to start off, our first featured everyday heroine is Marie Curie. She's a pretty awesome scientist, plus she has some great quotes. Her glass ceiling breakthroughs include the discovery of two elements, which won her two Nobel Prizes, and... She was the first female professor at the University of Paris. And because I love a great inspirational quote, I'll share one of my favorites from Marie herself, which says, Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. I think this quote is a nice starting place for a conversation around women's leadership, because it invites curiosity, and it is spoken like a true feminine scientist. Plus, it's a classic, it's timeless, and it seems to resonate with a lot of women for many different reasons. But most of all, when you think about it, who wants to live with unnecessary fear, right? About Marie Curie and what makes her an everyday heroine. From my quick research on Marie, I found that she was born in 1867, died in 1934. She was the youngest of five children, her parents were teachers, and her grandfather was a principal. So I can see how education was accessible for her. I wanted to dig for that information because it is important for me to understand a person from how they were raised. I also like to get a time frame reference because I find that it's helpful to gain perspective when we talk about progress and to gain insight around the everyday issues that a woman faces based on the where and when of their story. So we're talking roughly about a hundred years ago. It was not normal for most women to be as educated as she was, particularly in science. So a little bit about myself. I was born roughly 100 years after Marie Curie. I was the first born girl with two older brothers and a younger sister. My mother was a reading support teacher who went to college for home economics but did not graduate. My father was an electrician who did not graduate high school. He made it to about the 8th grade. My mother had a very high-value system in education, and she made sure that each one of her children graduated from college. I was gifted a natural interest in the electrical work that my father did. When given the chance, I loved to hold the flashlight for him while he worked inside electrical panels. This brings us to our first defining characteristic of an everyday heroine. Number one, has a skill or talent that she uses to gain independence, information, self-improvement, or empowerment. This is also known as a call to journey. Every heroine is called to discover their own greatness. This skill or talent can lead to helpful hints to answer that call. For Marie Curie, that was science, specifically physics and chemistry. For me, it was engineering. Now it is women's leadership and career coaching. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that we live in a time when we can watch what we want to watch when we want to watch it. If you have not watched the movie Radioactive, a rebel in her element, about Marie Curie's story... I would highly recommend it. As a matter of fact, this is a spoiler alert. We are talking about the movie in a bit of detail here in this episode. So from the movie, here are a few things that I want to highlight about her story and why she has been chosen as our first everyday heroine. Marie unfortunately lost her mom at a young age. Her mom seemed very loving And since her mom died in a hospital, it obviously leaves a deep scar on her and it explains her reluctance to enter a hospital later on in life throughout the movie. I love the first few scenes of the movie when she runs into her future husband on the street. They run into each other. She drops her book. He picks up the book, sees what she's reading, and seems surprised that she is reading a science book. And she seems surprised that he would be surprised that she's reading a science book. That whole exchange and the attitude she gives him tells me that she's been overcoming the obstacle of being a woman in science for a long time. And then there's a scene where she is complaining to the head science guy about people moving her lab equipment when she is not in the lab. He seems to be annoyed that she is complaining to him and suggests that she find another lab if she doesn't like it. He will not be treated with disrespect. Later on, you come to find out how precise she needs to be with her experiments. So actually, all she wanted was more respect for the science she was doing. But the lead science guy needs to manage a lab that is shared by other scientists and probably could not favor one over another, and especially not such a demanding woman of science back in the 1800s. So there's a conflict. We see her struggle, so she knows what she wants. She wants the freedom to do her science the way she wants, which means she needs a new lab. And in the movie, we learn through the conversation she has with her sister how impossible that struggle seemed to be for her during that time. She can't stay in the old lab, partly because she's too stubborn to work things out with the men. She wants to stay in France, which has a limited number of labs. She seems to have no other options, so she must figure out a different way to get what she wants. This reminds me of a struggle I had. About 30 years ago, I'm graduating high school, and when I run into adults who know I'm graduating, they ask the normal questions. Where are you going to college? What is your major? So by this time, mind you, I'm already accepted into college, and I've scored very well on my SATs, especially in math. So I tell them, that I'm going to Widener University to study engineering. And the typical response was, isn't that a man's world? Now, the first time I heard this, I thought the guy must be terribly mistaken and he doesn't know what he is talking about. But after the same exchange over and over again, I started to really doubt what I was getting myself into for the first time. Little did I know, I was shrinking myself into survival mode. When I applied to college, I had no clue of this thing called the man's world. I didn't know the history of the world in this way. And I was not aware of the obstacles that I was about to face at all. Obviously, I was somehow brought up a bit naive. Looking back, I think my family was just too poor to know any difference but also looking back, I'm glad I didn't know too much, or I may not have had the courage to overcome it. Sometimes ignorance is bliss, as they say. So this brings us to the next defining characteristic of an everyday heroine. Number two, she goes against the status quo to make the world a better place. So Marie in the movie goes back to meet Pierre, the guy she met on the street or bumped into on the street. She approaches him to reconsider a partnership without compromising herself and the merits of her science. Right from the beginning, she sets the stage for the working relationship. She is very clear about her standards and she communicates her expectations clearly And she blocks the idea of any possibility for a romantic relationship. Once they start working together, there is a natural synergy. I love how everything comes together for her and something even better than she can possibly ask for once they agree on the partnership. Now that woman goes to work. She does every part of the hard work and daily grind of discovering an element. The movie gives us an idea of how grueling the work must have been. She works to turn the hard labor into data and information that is worthy of review by the male scholars who will judge her on behalf of science. It took them three years to discover polonium and radium. She asks for no excuse along the way until her and her husband are standing side by side explaining to the same men who kicked her out of the old lab that they had found not only one element, but they had discovered two elements. The most productive part of my career was working as a project engineer for a systems integrator. In the five years that I did this work, I learned more than any other time because I was doing project after project after project during a time when technology was changing and growing quickly. I seemed to be growing just as quick and changing just as quick as the technology. Which brings us to the next defining characteristic of an everyday heroine. Number three, works toward mastery of self or process. Mastery is defined as working for 10,000 or more hours in a specific discipline of study or vocation. I can see why the 10,000 hour mark is significant. Because during that five-year time frame, I started as a novice and came out as an expert in automation. In the movie, Marie throws a fit when her husband is the one to receive the first Nobel Prize without her. Knowing the mastery that she brought to her field of study, we can see how she could be incredibly frustrated. And then... Very unfortunately, she loses her husband, best friend, and scientific partner. That was really sad. During the time between the first and second Nobel Prize, something very interesting happens in the world that sets her up for a huge win. The invitation comes for the presentation of the second Nobel Prize, and apparently it was suggested that she is not there to receive it. So like a true everyday heroine, she tells them that she will be there. And in the movie, she takes her oldest daughter with her. Because there's a woman's movement happening during this time frame, the audience for the second Nobel Prize has a lot more women than the first. And the women support her and her accomplishment and give her the opportunity to receive the recognition she was always due. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie because you could sense the tension in the room. And the women were confident enough to stand and applaud her, inspiring her to begin her speech to inspire them. I'm certainly no Marie Curie. So I see my leadership in my career with experiences that happen over a long period of time with a regular cadence. Most of my career interactions begin with a questionable look that lacks confidence in what I'm capable of, which inevitably turns into a problem that I solve, a task I finish, or a lesson that I teach others. One of my favorite stories came when I was handling service calls for an OEM. A man from Europe called and needed an urgent fix for a machine that was out of production. When he heard the sound of my voice, he immediately decided he did not want to talk to me. So he asked for someone else. I explained to him that I was the only one who could help him and either he talks to me, or he lives with his problem and figures it out on his own. He chose to hang up in the moment. He called back later, and of course, I fixed his problem. There was nothing more I needed to say about how things began between the two of us. The fact that I solved his problem was a statement in and of itself and what I am capable of. On to the next defining characteristic of an everyday heroine. Number four, shows the freedom to explore your passion and purpose that translates into a positive influence on others. Or in other words, inspires women's leadership. The movie ends with the passing of the torch when Marie is introduced to her daughter's new boyfriend, She's very critical of him until she finds out that they are partnering to discover their own new form of science. The daughter challenges her mother to use her discoveries for good use. And the mother and daughter team up to fight for the funds to save countless lives and limbs by putting x-ray machines on wheels to get to patients in the field during wartime. In a superhero move, Marie was ready to trade her Nobel Prize medals for cash to get the funds to pull it off. Another defining characteristic of an everyday heroine. Number five shows evidence of transformation, growth, or self-actualization. Marie's story is rather incredible. And just to add, her oldest daughter goes on to win a Nobel Prize in chemistry. The final two characteristics of an everyday heroine may be a bit obvious, but I'll add them for clarity and close this episode with a summary. Number six, must be a real human person, not a fictional character. Marie Curie was a sister, wife, mother, daughter, colleague, and friend. One of my favorite facts about Marie is that she attended an underground education system at a place called the Flying University. There's extra points for that one. The last but not least, the number seven defining characteristic of an everyday heroine must earn notable accomplishments. Here's Marie's short list of of both tangible and intangible accomplishments. Number one, Marie was the first woman professor at the University of Paris. Number two, she coined the word radioactivity, and there's extra points for that one too. Number three, she discovered polonium and radium. Number four, she founded the Curie Institute in Paris and Warsaw. Number five, She earned a Nobel Prize in Physics and in Chemistry. And she actually has so many more accomplishments that it almost seemed a little ridiculous to list all of them. Let's just say that she's a pretty amazing scientist. Number six, she did the work. Number seven, she pushed the edges for women's leadership. And number eight, she built resilience and transformed herself and the world. She was an ordinary woman who did extraordinary things. This is why I love a superhero story, because real people want and need to see everyday heroines for inspiration so that they too can act out their own versions of being a superhero in the real world. Here's what my short list of accomplishments look like. I graduated college as an electrical engineer, I'm a certified professional coach, I am an energy leadership index master practitioner, and I'm a mom of a daughter who is pursuing a career in science. And now I am the founder of the Kaufman Institute. It may not seem like much compared to Marie Curie, but one of the most important messages I want to bring to the world is that everyone matters. No matter who you are and what you do, the most important thing is how you do life. My hope for the world is that everyone does life like a superhero, and for every woman in the world to be the best everyday heroine you can be. Here's a recap of the seven defining characteristics of an everyday heroine. Number one, answers her call to greatness with her skills and talents. Number two, she goes against the status quo to make the world a better place. Number three, works towards self-mastery. Number four, has the freedom to explore her passion and purpose in a way that inspires women's leadership. Number five, shows evidence of transformation. Number six, must be a real human person. Not a fictional character. And number seven, must earn notable accomplishments. That, my friends, is defined by you. Whatever you think is notable, whatever you identify with. Brene Brown has a quote that goes like this. Comparison is the thief of happiness. And that is true. So stay in your own lane. And focus on yourself. The Everyday Heroine is intended to bring you inspiration and education for transformation. It is meant to help you tap into that inner strength that is inside each one of us. So that we all can live a satisfying and rewarding life. You are being called to journey to your greatness. And we want to hear your story. Let us know how we can help you discover more joy. And remember, say yes to the journey. So another quote from Marie Curie. She said, Be less curious about people and more curious about ideas. This is good advice in the land of a man's world, whatever that is. (laughs) For the everyday heroine, being curious about the idea hijacks our attitude to a higher place. It helps us rise above. So we become the inspiring leaders of our time. One more quote from Marie. She says, I was taught that the way of progress was neither swift nor easy. Yes, my friends, women's leadership can be a frustrating and lonely road but you should not go it alone. There are plenty of inspiring women leaders who want to help lead the way for a brighter future. Let them lead the way for you so that you can lead the way for others. Remember, be brave, be bright, be beautiful, as always. Thank you so much for listening to the Everyday Heroine. It is my honor to be on this journey in life with you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. We are always looking for stories of inspiring women's leadership. So feel free to send us a request to be one of the many stories we love to share. Check the show notes for additional information about this show and how we continue to help grow the inspiring leaders of tomorrow. Go to our website, submit a request to be a guest and sign up for our email list to receive updates and specials or follow us on social media where we always let you know what's happening.